the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer is we look over Millburgers today on a beautiful, bright, sunny day, not a cloud in the sky, with nice, cool breeze. It's a great time to come over to Millburgers. Besides finding everything, I know I've got my, got my long pants on, but wow. I don't need them on today. I see lots of folks with shorts and short sleeve shirts. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a good day to uh, head on over here if you're looking for uh, fun. Uh, we've got uh, the Santa is doing a great job. He's uh, here taking a break. I don't know, you know, he puts a lot of pressure on himself this time of year by coming over to Millburgers, but apparently he's got a good relationship with uh, the gang here. Charles and he are apparently close. I think they grew up together, and. Uh, <laughs> so Santa comes here each year. He'll be here tomorrow, too, if you can't make it today. Uh, but it's fun to uh, to uh, listen to the people take pictures and uh, with, their, with their kiddos here at the little village. Face painting is to the right side of your radio, and there's a line of folks with kids uh, ready to do face painting. You'll hear the little red choo-choo chugging along with Roger the reindeer. Uh, he's on there running the train. And uh, we've got funnel cakes for a $2 donation. Uh, that same Roger that was a zombie in the yeah, Halloween dream? He's still yelling. He's just yelling different things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he's just like, Reindeer! Dead man! You know, it's like, come on, Roger. But that's okay. He's having a great he time. He told me to walk faster. Oh, did he? Wow. When uh, I was coming up the hill. That's bold. You walk pretty fast. So I, I yeah. jumped in the bushes when he got, he got <laughs> here. That was smart of you. With the train. Uh, let's see what's going on. The funnel cakes, uh, there's a nice line of funnel cakes, and they're $2 each. And the fact that there's a line is good because that $2, all of that $2 goes to the uh, San Antonio area Salvation Army. So uh, we have not gotten one yet, but we'll try one for you in just a little while. So it's a great day to come on over to Millburgers. I'm going to tell you one more thing that's going on, too. We've got the Angel Tree. The Angel Tree is a program with the Salvation Army. Uh, they uh, almost 8,000 uh, families and gifts are given out throughout the year because of the generosity of folks just like you. What they do is they pick an angel tr- angel off the angel tree, and they um, that, that's what the child has requested. And these are people who would uh, who have been chosen by the Salvation Army because of need. And when you uh, come out, you pick that and you take the angel, and they're picking up all the angels on Monday. Uh, we Then you buy the gift and you bring it back to Millburgers. And there are some other sites, too. Uh, Millburgers can tell you a little bit about all that. But um, we just want to make it a big success. We started, Already they're bringing the 
the uh, collecting the presents already? Yeah, so I found oh. out from Charles. I didn't know this. That So we started off with 50. We have 10 angels left. So we want to encourage you to come on out, and by Monday, we're going to be out of angels. Everyone will have been adopted. So we want to encourage you to come do that, uh, and we'll keep you up to date uh, during the show. But, yeah, and then they have, I think, until the 15th to bring the gift back here to the nursery. So the responsibility is to select an angel and then get the gifts and then bring them back. To the to the nursery and yeah, which go to the family to the uh, youngster then. Okay. And the cool thing I didn't know this too. I I knew it, but I didn't know how they did it. Um, I don't know if we have any here at Millburgers. We'll have to check and see. But there's another thing called Christmas critters. And Christmas critters are like uh, what, li- bed, like, little, like reindeer. With, uh, no, no decorations. No. Or like little decorated ornaments that look like, you know, reindeer or other animals that are uh, on the tree. And those are for seniors in need. Really? Yeah. So uh, they have different Christmas wishes. Have but they uh, checked with you, Jerry? <laughs> are, are you in need? I don't need? think so. <laughs> Neither. I'm about of course, missed out. Of course, maybe they have. We've forgotten. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, they had Salvation Christmas Army. Critters? Christmas critters. Yeah, they're they're, they're they're on the angel trees, and all my, If we had some, they may all have been adopted, or maybe we may still have some. But yeah, those are seniors in San Antonio that are uh, needing different stuff. So on those and the kids, you might find toys, and maybe the parents have snuck in that they need a jacket. On the, the uh, seniors, you'll find uh, more items that are just for everyday living. You know, kind of the. A toaster or a blender or something to make food. Or a West Highland Terrier. Oh, oh, you see, I saw that. Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> food for animals, please. <laughs> That's for these senior, uh, senior dogs. But anyway, so come on out to Millburgers. We've got 10 left, 10 out of 50, which is wonderful. So that's we just need you to come on out and uh, and uh, pick up an angel. Did you mention that there's a few Christmas trees here, too, did you? Are there? I haven't yeah. seen any. Where, where do you see any? Well, you just no, go, all you go any, anywhere to yeah. the <laughs> south, and there are just quite a many feet of Christmas trees, beautiful trees. Oh, yeah. They're all in them out, too. Yeah, and the cool thing is uh, you can smell them. It's when you walk through there from the parking lot here, uh, you, uh, it smells wonderful. It smells like Christmas. Uh, so this is a good day. People do this as a, a holiday tradition for folks. So coming out and visit with us here at the nursery. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. The number to call with your gardening questions, and let's find out what's going on in your gardening world. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Kevin got a, a great article about uh, the living Christmas tree. Uh, Calvin brought that to you? Yeah. Where'd he get that? Did he? Uh, I don't know. I uh, think he takes the paper. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah, but he doesn't always remember. <laughs> so, Milton caught me. Yeah, he was getting a copy. Poor Calvin had to. What? Yeah. Did you tell him who you were? I wrote this article. This uh, is me. Can I just take this? Yes. Four bucks. They said, yeah, they said, oh, it's double then. Yeah, that's even, yeah, that's really swell, mister, but four bucks. And you went two, two packs of M&Ms for a dollar? <laughs> but, hey, you know, that is a, uh, living Christmas trees are, if you're in the right, Circumstances, that's a, a 
pretty cool thing to take advantage of. You get a kind of a double bang for your buck. Yeah. And, and uh, what I like about this article is that uh, you described each tree, the the height and shape and all that stuff. I don't think you've done that in the past, have you? Uh, far past, I have, yeah. Okay. Now, I, I, I still question this, this one over there. They're just... They say that's a, an Aleppo there, but it looks, looks a little bit more like uh, Japanese to me. Yeah, you know, yeah. Pine. But, but anyway, what we're, Jerry and I are talking about, the, there's uh, three or four uh, conifers that are, uh, or five conifers that do well in our soil and have survived for years and years and years. And they could fit into your landscape. Of course, Arizona cypress and deodor cedar are the two I've used. Yeah, I love deodor cedar. And then uh, Japanese black pine, Italian stone pine, and uh, what's the other one? Aleppo, Aleppo pine. And Aleppo is like a big kind of pine you'd expect, a long trunk with uh, short branches out there. But they... All of them get fairly big, 25, 30 feet. So. Yeah, that deodor cedar is uh, about as close to uh, uh, a uh, spruce? Blue spruce as you're going to get. Yeah. Now, they, um, we had, I think we had a little discussion. In the past, we've always alerted people, and then in my article, it's mentioned that uh, uh, really cold spells. Uh, some of, some of them had a their tops, tops die burnt, out, yeah. but it's still they're still very attractive even with the tops cut out. But we we're debating whether now with uh, uh, climate change, whether the, how much of a threat that was nowadays. <laughs> we better be careful. Well, the next thing we'll know will be, yeah, he comes swooping down on us. We had a really big one in our neighborhood that uh, was there for when a, before I got there in years and years and years. And I've got one that's gotten to be about 22 or 23 feet tall. Yeah. Now you you made a statement in your article, and I've seen I've seen Neil Sperry talk about it too. But I don't understand it. You say for best results, the tree should only be in the house for two weeks, but it can be left in its container and either stored or decorated outside. For a longer spell, why is that? Well, I think I think the the thought is the uh, the light, not enough light. Light, and you would say you could probably debate. Well, what's the difference between two weeks and three weeks? Yeah. Uh, the light, and then you know another another thing uh, maybe factor is. Uh, but it shouldn't be much of a factor in South Texas is the the heat and the humid uh, inside in, inside the house. Yeah, a little harder to keep it. But when the roots are in the soil, uh, it seems to me that that shouldn't be as tough. And then in our climate, rarely we don't you know we don't use uh, heat 24 hours out of every day. You know, every day, day after day. That isn't. That's an interesting question. It's probably one of those worthy of, of yeah, exploring. I, I don't. I don't think they drop needles or anything. No, no. 
Um, but uh, you, you did you did mention that you've got to keep keep soil moist. Yeah. Uh, is very essential. Yeah, and then you've got the other the other thing. I I think some folks underestimate the uh, uh, the planning that you need to do. Those those aren't things that are heavy. Oh so, yeah. And uh, so it's not you know you know you and your uh, seven year old and five year old are mm-hmm. you need you need some uh, outside help usually to get it know where you're going to put it and place it there with your help and then when you're ready to uh, take it and put it in your landscape uh, you know have the whole dog and ready for action but it's a uh, it's a it's a concept that's worth considering and there's in addition to this article in express news there's more uh, articles in uh, plantanswers.com because right. I think almost every year we we discuss it and write a little bit about it. But I don't think we we've ever written an article I can't remember that actually discusses the uh, dimensions of every tree like you did, which is good. So uh, you might want to pick up a copy of that article or. Uh, yeah, and I think it's worth reviewing, if, even if you're kind of considering that concept. And the, the person that's considering it, somebody who's uh, got a new landscape or somebody that's thinking, gosh, our landscape would look better if we had some more uh, evergreens or conifers in there, and what kind of conifers can we use? It's much easier to find a well-adapted conifer during this season yeah, yeah. And other true. times, of course, the uh, we've always got the Arizona cypress on the on the market. A lot, of, a lot of people that lived up north uh, miss that uh, blue spruce. Oh gosh, yeah, that's pretty spectacular. Yeah, that's beautiful. Think, but they could plant the cedar deodora, and it would look pretty close to it. From that, the that's what, that's what we just got to say. Then I walked up on you. Yeah, so, <laughs> Trace has walked up. So check it check it out. We've got all. Uh, I think almost all of those tr- trees mentioned in my article are here at Milberg's. Various sizes, too. Uh, and then we talked about the rosemary. A lot of people use the rosemary. And uh, oh, uh, what, what is the uh, the, the uh, landscape base tree that we help me on this? The, the next, uh, the other small ones. I know you got... Boxwood bat over there. Yeah, boxwood topiaries, Blue Point juniper. Yeah, that's the one I was trying to think of. The juniper is, juniper is a real classic too, and yeah, always useful. You can always find someplace. Sure. Good We've even got spiral cut ones of those where uh, you know, it's a neat Christmas tree, and then uh, you've got a, a, a an interesting look when you do plant it in the yard. Yeah. I can see topiary. It. That's the word. I was there you go. Hey, Trace is up on the porch with us. <laughs> is that who that talking? That's who that is talking. Um, you got my favorite shirt on today. Oh, the, the purple? This, yeah. This pink shirt. <laughs> but it really it's, clashes with that. What, it, that. what is that color that you got there, Milton? I believe this is burnt orange. Oh, is that, yes, that's, that's what it's called. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. And then with the cow on there? Yeah, it's, it's called a longhorn. Oh, you oh. probably... I'm familiar with this. Uh, so, aren't, they, aren't they getting beat today? Uh, no, I think right now they're winning. They're winning? I think they are. Well, yeah. the game's not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Forrest is. No, I know if I, I can game up. No, Forrest, Forrest is not. He ain't he yeah. not watching that. But uh, anyway, 
Yeah, so uh, what's going on today? <laughs> you name it. Is it a little busy today? We've got I'm funnel cakes. we over here. roasted corn. Well, I always have to make time for you. Uh, we've got the face painting, and she's pretty good at it, too. She's I'm great. Wait, I want Calvin to go afterwards and get the little deer face put on. Uh, we've got the sweet Adelines here right now. Yeah, we've heard them singing. singing. And then we've got the uh, world-famous Wassel. we got hot chocolate, uh, all those things. That oh, that's what we missed. You know what I've seen a lot of? I've seen a lot of the people walking around with the candy canes, because we're giving away candy canes, uh-huh. and they put that in the hot chocolate to give it a, a different flavor. A little that's more a good sweet. Idea. Look at well, that hot chocolate, is, I don't know what you guys do, but that's that's pretty tasty to begin with. It's not overbearing either. I mean, I, I like it. Where is it? It's, uh, it's where is it not? We've got oh, okay. it out at Register 3, both Wassel and hot chocolate. And we've got them cooking inside, too. Oh, okay. So we got yeah. two pots of each. And I uh, kind of mentioned in the commercial that this is a lot of fun, but the real stars, besides Santa, who um, I understand he and Charles grew up together. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. That's why he comes down and does Charles a favor. And wow. <laughs> that, that is uh, Trace and Milton have said that. Charles. Yeah. I don't know. Jerry and I think you look born at the much same too. Time, yeah. that what he's, he's smiling right Much now. too yeah. young, my friend. Charles. Okay, I hope so. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, the, the real stars are the Christmas trees. Yes, they are great. So we, they talked about, Calvin was talking about his article about the living Christmas trees. Talk a little about the, the fresh cut trees. Well, we've got Fraser fir, which is the most popular in the United States. Uh, that's what I get every year. Very fragrant. Holds up very, very well. Uh, in fact, at the at the end of the season, when we do the recycling, some of those Fraser firs come back looking just as good wow. as when they left the first time. We've got noble firs, which is the most majestic of all of the Christmas trees. If you've got big, heavy ornaments, that's a, a good one for that. And then we've got Nordman firs. I, I had a lady in a few days ago from Georgetown, and she drives all the way in here every year to get a Nordman so that her husband can enjoy Christmas. Oh, that's right. so he doesn't react to the Nordman. He does not react to the Nordman, but a Very couple, cool. couple years ago, he uh, they had a Fraser fur, and she couldn't even finish decorating it before he was already uh, in wow. tears. Wow. That's so cool. Oh, good. And that's that one's, That one's very popular in Europe. Yeah. Uh, we also have live wreaths and garland, mm-hmm. and a really good selection of those right now. And hey. we do have a plant of... Oh, we can. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, uh, we've got onions are finally here. Get out of here. So, we've got three different yellows, uh, including the uh, 1015Y, which is the most popular, and the uh, Legend, which is the improvement upon the 1015Y. We've All got right. two different reds. So one is uh, more sweet, and the other one is uh, the, the pungent onion. Mm-hmm. And then we've tastes, got... Actually, tastes like an onion. Yes. And then yeah. we've got two different whites. So uh, we've, we can appease everybody that either wants an oniony onion or a sweet onion in all kinds of colors. Uh, they're only two ninety nine for a bundle. And, and a bundle is a serious number of onions. It's quite a few. Yeah. I was thinking, let's see. And easy well, to grow. Jer- Jerry, do you remember what we, were there 50 or? Well, we, we said 50, but uh, I think sometimes it's more than yeah. 50. Enough for uh, like three rows of eight-foot rows there. <laughs> Depending on how close you want to plant them. Maybe if you plant them two inches and are, are real careful to thin them out, 
as they get as the days pass, use them for green onions. Then you can plant them two inches apart. But uh, if you uh, want to plant them for the final, for the six inches apart, then they go long. They go a long way. Yeah, those are those are great varieties. And you said they didn't bolt. Flower last year? Mine didn't at all. Early one you I didn't get much size, not like we usually get on the bulbs last year. Yeah. The weather was strange. I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, did it get too warm? Did it get warm for us? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we started them pretty early last year. Oh, yeah, really early. Yeah. So what is it now? Middle of uh, November, huh? No, December 1st. We're December 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep sneaking no. up on me. <laughs> Poor Calvin. i tell you what I got excited about. I that I'm a big believer in. Uh, Phalaenopsis orchids for Christmas. Yeah. And they're they're on sale. Yeah. We're $25 and now $14. $14.88. That is an easy orchid to take care of. Yeah, yeah, and and it lasts. So the blooms last, what, four months? Isn't that what we said? Uh, my my uh, wife got three out of it, so that's that's pretty good. Oh, three, three months? months? Yeah. Well, it, dep- it depends on the situation of when you get it. Sure, I mean, and and the age too. I'm sure the, that's in there. The older it is, the the more spikes it can put up, yes, the longer it's yeah. going to go. Well, they'll they'll reap. You find a good spot for them where they get uh, uh, it doesn't even have to be direct light but like an eastern exposure or southern exposure just a bright light during part of the day gosh they we, we had some that lasted seven eight years produced blooms oh, yeah. every year yeah but for shut-ins that is the best Christmas flower that you can get even better than uh, amaryllis yeah because they last uh, see you give you give a, a phalaenopsis orchid uh, now, and that thing's gonna last through Valentine's. And bloom, yeah. bloom forever if you want. Yeah, They're, they are great. And so for shut-ins, uh, the only problem I have with them is after a while you begin to think they're artificial. They last so long, and uh, easy to water. You know all the all there are is a. Sometimes you get, and now it uh, concerns folks. They can't believe that it, they're so easy to take oh, care of. You yeah. know, they kind of confirm. Well, there's always been an old, old wives' tale that orchids are hard to grow, but this one, yeah, fun enough. This one is uh, this isn't everybody orchid. Yeah, some orchids are. And pretty you got good. and you got different colors to choose. We do, and we also carry the poor man's orchid, which is a cyclamen. You know that was a nickname for that. No, I didn't yeah. know that. Poor man's orchid. What are well, they? well, Calvin's a poor man after you buy them. I, I knew you were going there. <laughs> I set him up, but not intentionally, but once I, once I said it. And those are on special for four eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. All right. And, uh, and again, so, I've seen them around town for more, and they don't look as nice. Yeah, these are spectacular. Uh, uh, really intense colors. Uh, the white, the red, pink, and then about three or four different versions of... Uh, Lavender and purple, uh, unbelievable. And they, uh, once you plant them, you'll you'll have blooms like this uh, through the entire winter. I was going to mention to Trace though, that is a pretty nice background to have over there too. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we got to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, on 930 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. Don't forget the holidays continue at Millburgers with a big open house weekend. Sunday is Cowboy Christmas. It's going to have hot chili and cool music. Santa's going to be there from 11 to 3, so bring your camera for great family photos. The little red choo-choo will be chugging around the Millburgers fresh-cut Christmas tree forest from 11 to 3. There's going to be funnel cakes for just a $2 donation to the Salvation Army of San Antonio. The Texas Weather Band will be playing traditional country western music from 11 to 3 and lots and lots of fun, including hot chili from nature's creation from 11 o'clock till the pot runs dry. The real stars this weekend, though, are the Christmas trees. Millburgers has fresh-cut Christmas trees, cut fresh, stored in water, so they look great. Nordman firs, Fraser firs, Noble firs. Come see them and head on over to Millburgers. We're at 1604 on Boulevardy Road right there and learn more at millburgernursery.com. This Christmas, when you put money in a Salvation Army kettle, expect change. Expect homes and hearts to be filled with warmth. Expect empty bellies and hungry souls to be fed. Expect need and despair to be transformed into hope and joy. When you donate, expect the Salvation Army to do the most good with your contributions in our community. Thanks to your generosity, we continue to help those in need. The Salvation Army, doing the most good in San Antonio since 1889. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, You're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, PAXFinancialGroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Hi, 
This is Barry Hagendorf with Deckton Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialized in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Santa Claus got stuck in my chimney, stuck in my chimney, stuck in my chimney. Santa Claus got stuck in my chimney when he came last year. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Sweet Adelines are up here on the porch with us. We're going to talk to Art real quick and then talk to them as well. So, Art, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Thank you very much. I have a pig uh, in a uh, probably a 18, 20-inch pot. Uh, the wife bought it, and the question is, does that grow up to be a tree? Do I plant it in the ground, uh, leave it in the pot, uh, or what's the best advice? What kind of, Say again what kind of plant it is. Well, I don't know. Uh, my wife got it, planted it in this pot, and... Uh, I don't know. It produced a whole bunch of little pigs. It's probably about uh, 20 inches tall. Uh, but you think it's a fig of, tree? Uh, yes, I think so, yes. An, an indoor uh, ornamental fig? or I mean, what do the leaves look like? Are they Do they fall off every year? Or? Well, they're falling off now, and uh, I, there's a, probably one fig left on it. I probably had about two dozen figs off of it. It's very productive. Uh, the leaves do fall off, and they're kind yeah. of elongated. Uh, that, sound, that sounds like a, a regular fig, for, and they we generally grow them outside okay. and uh, plant them in the soil. Okay. They, uh, you, can, you can mulch over it. They, they do real well, and they last a long time. They need full sun. And you can mulch over the root system, uh, but give them a lot of space. They really will take over. Good. Okay. Uh, when is a good time to plant it out of the pot into the ground? Well, actually, now is not too bad. Uh, that's a great time to plant. They'll be a little bit sensitive to cold while they're uh, vulnerable, but I, I think I'd go ahead and plant them. Anyway, I think the chances are very small that there'll be any kind of freeze, freeze damage from the uh, from the planting. All righty. Okay. okay. Yes, sir. About how, what kind of diameter do you think? How much space do I need to give it? Well, they'll take as much space as you can give them. It's ideal if you can give them a 20-foot diameter area. Yeah, I'm on five acres. Okay, good. 
Yeah. Oh, you can, and then you can give me more if you want. Thank you, Art. You take care. Bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And the sweet Adelines are up here on the porch. If you've been here at Mill Burgers, you've heard the beautiful sounds of the sweet Adelines. If they've been uh, walking around singing all your favorite Christmas carols. How you doing, Sally? We're doing well. We're fast as city chorus, and we do like to sing in barbershop harmony. Okay, so sweet Adelines was not correct. That's correct. Sorry. It's not correct. <laughs> That's all right. Because right. I saw the look you gave me, and, was, <laughs> and then you were nice enough to correct me without correcting me. So thank you, Sally. So Fiesta City Chorus. That's correct. Okay. Phew. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, what y'all been doing? We've been having a fine time. We're rehearsing at Oxford uh, United Methodist Church over on Hebner Road okay. and every Tuesday night. And we will start rehearsing again on January the 15th, I think it is. So anybody who enjoys singing mm -hmm. would be delighted to have you come as a guest. Cool. And you can come as a guest, or can they try out, too? Well, they can come and sing with us and see how they like us. Okay, good. I like that approach. Yes, yes. And cool. So are you coming this time? Well, you, you said last year you'd be oh, there. I, I thought that something came up. I, I yeah, yes, I'm, I'm sure it, <laughs> I'm sure it did. I couldn't make it. I had that thing. I I. I thought I left a message on your voicemail. Yeah. No? I'm sure you did. <laughs> well, let's see. So each year when you come by, you... Uh you, we get a nice uh, tune and uh, and stuff. So what should we do? And we'll give our listeners an example of how good y'all sound. Well, we've got um, a couple of different versions of Jingle Bells really? that we would like to do for you today. All right. Okay, so you, listen up close. Oh, you got it, Sally. shells, chili pepper lights. Oh, what fun it is to stroll the river walk at night. Santa suits with cowboy boots, floats our Christmas cheer. Trees that glow and friends we know you can't beat Christmas here. Big boots at the mall, Santa in a truck. He's wishing for some snow, not having any luck. Tamales with the kick, the tower bright with lights. What fun it is in our home down on a merry Christmas night. Jingle bells, taco shells, chili pepper lights. Oh, what fun it is to stroll the river walk at night. Santa suits with cowboy boots, most our Christmas cheer. Trees that glow and friends we know you can't be Christmas here. Yee-haw! That is great. That is, that is so clever. Very, very Isn't that fun and isn't it typical of us? Okay, and now for our shorter version. Yes. Jingle, 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 hear the sleigh bells ring. Milburgers, Milburgers, it's a place to be Milburgers. Ornaments and wreaths galore and beautiful Christmas trees. Milburgers, Milburgers, what more can we say, Milburgers? Trains and treats and Santa Claus, so come on down today. Nice job. Is that fun? Well, it's such a gorgeous day today. 
with all of this sunshine. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful day here, and y'all are making it a whole lot of fun. Uh, before we go, we're going to let you sing us out to break. So if folks are interested in learning more about you guys, the Fiesta City Chorus. Call 210 I'm write this down. 655-9507. 9507, all right. And talk to me. Okay, that's easy. <laughs> talk to Sally. And I'm Sally. And uh, Al has that number back at the station. But I've got a weird question for you. All right, so... Of all the songs that you do, like on the, no, I mean for the Christmas stuff, is there one that you just, oh man, this is my favorite. I love the way we sound. It, we just, this is, this is, I know, oh no, oh, everybody's cringing when I'm asking this question, Sally. But do you have like a favorite or? Uh, yes, we do. Okay, what's your favorite? Our favorite is. What's his name? Oh, that's we need a little Christmas right this very minute. Can we sing that out and then we'll we, go to break? We can certainly sing that out. Thank you, Sally. People over here are looking at you and getting involved. i got to ask you something, though, and then we'll go to break. So is there a condition, uh, a, a medical term for, so when y'all are singing, I find myself doing this. The rhythm. <laughs> is there a medical thing? Is that okay? That's okay. Okay. Yeah, it is perfectly natural. All right. Is that what penguins do? Yeah. Yeah. I've got penguinitis. Oh, can you just visualize that, yes, ladies I and gentlemen? I just bounce my head back and forth to the music. Y'all sound wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank so you good for to see you. On. And y'all are going to be here? We'll be here until 1.30 today. Great. Y'all have a great time. No, Thanks Thank again. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And if you need that number to learn what they're going to do, uh, we've got Sally's number here, 210-655-9507. And uh, Al's got it back in the station. Thanks so much. We'll be back after this on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bowl 40 Road. Don't forget the holidays continue at Millburgers with a big open house weekend. Sunday is Cowboy Christmas. It's going to have hot chili and cool music. Santa's going to be there from 11 to 3, so bring your camera for great family photos. The little red choo-choo will be chugging around the Millburgers fresh-cut Christmas tree forest from 11 to 3. There's going to be funnel cakes for just a $2 donation to the Salvation Army of San Antonio. The Texas Weather Band will be playing traditional country western music from 11 to 3 and lots and lots of fun, including hot chili from nature's creation from 11 o'clock till the pot runs dry. The real stars this weekend, though, are the Christmas trees. Millburgers has fresh-cut Christmas trees, cut fresh, stored in water, so they look great. Nordman firs, Fraser firs, Noble firs. Come see them and head on over to Millburgers. We're at 1604 on Bull Road, right there, and learn more at millburgernursery.com. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? And Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-741-5592. That's 800-741-5592. 800-741-5592. Greg Gutfeld at the Tobin Center Saturday, December 8th for an unforgettable evening of hilarious, insightful, and engaging conversation on topics from his New York Times bestseller, The Gutfeld Monologues. Saturday, December 8th at the Tobin Center, plus a special surprise guest taking questions from the crowd, hosting a book signing, and a meet and greet following the show. Tickets on sale now at the Tobin Center box office, 210-223-8624, or online at thetobincenter.org. Don't miss Greg Gutfeld's live. People caring for people. That's the Clover Way. We're Clover Health, a Medicare Advantage company, and we're honored for the opportunity to serve San Antonio. Our PPO and HMO plans have $0 monthly premiums and include Part D prescription coverage and comprehensive dental benefits. Most importantly, though, Clover plans come with Clover people, kind and considerate folks who want to help keep our community strong and healthy. For more information about $0 plans and informational events near you, call 1-866-NEW-MEDICARE. That's 1-866-NEW-MEDICARE. Enrollment ends December 7th. Clover is available in Bear County. Clover Health is a preferred provider organization plan and a health maintenance organization plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Clover Health depends on contract renewal. Once again, for more information, call 1-866-NEW-MEDICARE. That's 1-866-NEW-MEDICARE. 
This is Lance Hobbes. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for the God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Is that you, Santa Claus? Gibbs, I'm preparing for some Christmas sharing, but I pause because hang in my stocking. I can hear not. Is that you, Santa Claus? Sure is dark out. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, having some great Christmas music provided by Al back at the station. We had some wonderful uh, Christmas music from the uh, Fiesta City Chorus. And um, if you, again, if you're interested, we see new faces every year when they come out here. So if you are interested in being a part of it. Uh, we've got that number, and Al's got it back at the station for you. Our phone number here is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Don't forget, um, we got the funnel cake. Uh, Jerry was nice enough to go run and get one for us, and it's really good. Uh, and it's $2, and that donation, that whole $2 goes back to the San Antonio area uh, Salvation Army uh, a portion of the Christmas tree sales go back to the Salvation Army, the fresh-cut trees, uh, too. And we've got the angel trees, and we've just got ten left, ten that need a home and need adopting. So come on out to Millburgers and uh, help them find a home and uh, make sure that folks uh, have a nice Christmas this year and uh, give back to the community by doing that. So 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What's that? Oh, mention the corn. Oh, yeah, we have roasted corn, and uh, that's uh, free. We have the face painting going on today. That's next to us, and we've been watching uh, folks uh, go through that and bring their kiddos, and uh, all the, the kids uh, are enjoying it, and uh, they all kind of they, they wait in line quite patiently. So, they're, oh, now they're, oh, they're waving at the train. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got lots of fun stuff happening here at Millburgers today, and tomorrow's a cowboy Christmas, by the way. And the Cowboy Christmas has uh, hot chili. We'll have hot chili tomorrow. We'll have music from the uh, Texas Weather Band and more. So, uh, plus roasted corn, pictures with Santa. That's today and tomorrow. Uh, so, like I said, go to MillburgerNursery.com, and uh, you can uh, find out all the details. How is the roasted corn? Good. It's great. great. Okay. Yeah. Always is. We, we kind of did it backwards, you know. We should have had the corn and then dessert? Yeah. yeah okay. But, well, of course, you're not going to turn down either one. <laughs> so tomorrow we'll have the chili and then the funnel cake. Hey. If it works out. Okay. I don't think we're, we're not, you know, we're not rule followers. And we're not fussy. No, we're not fussy, so. All right, 210-308-8867. What you got going on? We got some questions in uh, 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 on plant answers. Said I want to plant a flowering tree in the front yard in an 88 square foot area. I want a tree that will give me flowers in the spring and colorful leaf display in the winter. 
My first inclination is cherry tree. Mm. Flowering cherry tree. Are they in Michigan? No. <laughs> I guess he had one. If cherry trees are recommended or not recommended, then please tell me what your recommendations are. So what do you, what do you think, Milton? Flowers in the spring. Flowers in the spring, colorful leaf display. That has to be a tree. That has to be a tree. Crepe myrtle. Yeah, I was going with crepe myrtle too, but yeah, it's, myrtle. sometimes it's a little later than spring with the yeah. bloom. It is. Nobody would think. Nobody says thinks of crepe myrtles blooming this spring. Some will. <laughs> if you get, I've seen some varieties bloom a little early. Uh, I guess. Yeah, you. Uh, if you are content with the cherry tree, you'd be content. Might be content with a Mexican plum. Blooms in the spring. Oh, now, that's true. Is it colorful? And some year, some years it's got a bit of a color. This year it's some, a real dull brown, but. What's the uh, what's the one like at the Valero that we'll always see with the it blooms early? It's got the white uh, blossoms on it. One of the ornamental pears. Is that what it is? I think you're right. Would yeah. that uh, would boy. that have fall color? Yes. Yeah, they do. Ooh. They certainly do if they're in the acid soil. We we went to uh, Lake Cattle Lake this last week, and they are spectacular. Those ornamental pears and that glow in the dark. I was trying to remember which variety that was, but I couldn't. Um, but they, yeah, they look real good. We have a little trouble. They're a little unpredictable here. Yeah. Ornamental pears. Because of the temperature. Yeah. Uh, they, they vary in color for temperature. Let's see. I don't know. I'm trying to remember all the things. Spring, I think of um, the uh, mountain laurels, which, but that wouldn't be any fall color because no. they're... They're evergreen. So crepe myrtles as close as I can get. Yeah. And, you know, San Antonio spring lasts a long time, oftentimes into June or July. (laughs) (laughs) Calvin's giving me a look like, nice spin, buddy. (laughs) If if spring is 90 degrees. (laughs) How do you define spring, you know? Uh, what would you suggest besides crepe myrtle? Anything? Or are you going with crepe myrtle? Uh, 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 Forrest recommended crepe myrtle. Okay. I'm, I'm sticking with crepe myrtle. Okay. Well, you know Forrest and Jerry are going to go for crepe myrtle. That's one of their favorites. Oh, yeah. man. Big time. Yeah, it's a, oh, well, it's a, it is a good a good choice, but I'm not sure fits the definition of what he was talking about. It does have fall color. Some of them, yeah. Some yeah, I've uh, the ones in our yard. Yeah, you can pretty pick, red. You can select uh, some of the. You can select four. A pretty good fall color. Mm-hmm. By the way, in fall color, you're. Uh, are you seeing any more of the uh, the red oaks with the the redness now? Or I'm not. Oh gosh, the one in, in our neighborhood is really pretty. Yeah, I don't know why. It's different, but. Well. Never getting them. Yeah, that local that seedling difference. Seedling, okay. and then that local environment can be a different. Didn't we, one year, Jerry, didn't we go through a real uh, a research, basically, of uh, what caused good fall color, and it was all kinds of things in terms of yeah of temperature, dryness, dryness, and uh, cold. Cold, they generally cold, but the, of course, this 23 degrees. One day is uh, 
Well, but about all that did was knock off a lot of leaves and a lot, a lot of trees that were green. Well, both of my red oaks have dropped their leaves, but the oh, green, wow. and they were green. And, of course, all the peach trees have dropped green leaves. Oh, yeah. We had we had a question. Uh, somebody asked about why did some red oaks drop leaves and some do not. Hmm. Do uh, not at all. Well. Uh, or just later. Lot later. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and through the through the winter, before they bud out. And uh, the answer to that is that that's mainly a juvenile trait of uh, some some trees. Uh, Mark Peterson had a had a name for that phenomenon, hmm. which I have forgotten. But uh, anyway, the, the, it'll grow out of it. That's what I'm saying. Don't yeah. don't, don't worry. Is that about good? It. Yeah, to grow out of it. <laughs> well, yeah, they don't want them hanging on dead leaves all year. And don't forget the a lot of a lot of choices on your leaves. You can. Uh, just let, let them lay and let them decompose in the lawn. Or if you want to speed up that decomposition, just uh, run the mower over them. Uh, then you can, you can also pick them up and put them in your compost pile or do like Neil Sperry does and put them uh, as uh, mulch around your uh, shrubs and shrubs trees. And, trees. and uh, yeah, they, they were, if you, especially if you've chopped them up with your mower, they, they make a good... Uh, mulch certainly easy, inexpensive mulch and easy to use. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Neil Neil Spare got a question on uh, in today's paper about uh, uh, about the pecan, pecan leaves. Yeah, mm. I thought that was a little, a little overstated. I yeah, just, I never heard. Well, I think we're going in the opposite direction. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we, in the old days, we used to think about the tannins and... Jugglings. Yeah, and uh, now, if you, you know, if it, unless it's a overwhelming amount of leaves, I've just never seen any real impact. They're just, they're just as good as any other leaves. They decompose quickly and uh, don't seem to prohibit any growth. I guess walnuts can be a little more potent. Yeah, um, more jugglings. Yeah. The the chemical in them that can find, and they're uh, the uh, tomatoes are the more sensitive to huh. jugglings. What we're talking about is the the uh, certain kinds of leaves uh, that related to pecans and walnuts are uh, have a chemicals in the leaves that. Uh, some people contend, uh, uh, well, it does in the laboratory, uh, reduces uh, the ability of other pl- other different kinds of plants to, uh, germinate. to germinate and grow in there in an area that's dominated by those leaves. But we have for years just uh, re- recommended that just use those leaves like you would any other leaves. Yeah, especially pecans. Yeah, those pecan leaves disintegrating so quick. Yeah, you know, we were, we were, we, I remember back 20, 30 years ago when uh, we would have this discussion 
and whether or not you should use pecan leaves in your in your garden or not. Of course, the south side of San Antonio is full of pecan trees, and we'd have old-time gardeners call it in and say, you guys are nuts, and I've been using pecan leaves in my garden in huge quantities for 20, 30 years, and, and with no problem at all. Yeah. Well, and then, but I think the walnut is, is is the one that has the most juggles, most problems with it. Yeah, I think it's one of those situations, too, where we've got a lab finding and went overboard in applying it to to nature. Yeah. It's uh, just because it work, works with certain concentrations in lab experiments doesn't mean that it's a major factor in nature. Now the the guy that wrote in said uh, said um, for years I've understood that it was a good thing to blend leaves into the garden, but now I'm reading that it's not true with pecan leaves because of jugglings on on those leaves. Could that could that be why his garden hadn't done well? Does it make a difference if I compost them first? Now. What's his problem? His problem is he's putting a lot of undecomposed organic material in there. Yeah, well, there could be a list of six or seven problems. Yeah. And no, that, no fertilizer. And that, that, that's what I mean. And that's tied up the fertilizer. That's his problem, yeah. not the leaves. Because, uh, you know, if you, we've had, we've had uh, I don't know how many we get every year, people that do nice new beds and have... Uh, commercial soil mixes or commercial compost put it in there and there's no nutrients in there too wonderful texture right so you can uh, it, the leaves there would be a, uh, an okay addition especially if you did some fertilization but uh, you got to look at nitrogen tie up yeah now the poor poor pecan leaves are going to get blamed for it off that, poor, that garden that isn't very prolific. I miss my pecan tree leaves falling. It was, uh, I don't know if anybody else experienced this or not, but you'd kind of be, you know, watch the backyard through a window every day and see the tree, and, and all of a sudden one day the tree decided it had enough of those leaves, <laughs> and it looked like it was snowing. It was just you know, 10 o'clock in the morning. It was like, yeah, yeah we're over it, and just black. Yeah, all of them. Chinese pistachio do that. Is that right? Cool. All right, hey, listen, we're going to take a break while we do. We encourage you to come on over to Mill Burgers and have fun with us uh, at the open house. We'll tell you more about what's going on uh, and uh, in just a few minutes. Lots of activities today. Santa's here, roasted corn, face painting tomorrow. Santa, chili, balloon artists, and more. We're going to take a break and come back. When we come back, we'll talk to Bill Spielin over at Wild Birds Unlimited. Find out what's going on in the world of wild birds, and uh, we'll talk with you more after this right here on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. It's a beautiful day here at Millburgers. We encourage you to come on out and be a part of the open house. We're having a wonderful time. 
Oh, no, you, you didn't eat yours. We were just... I ate mine. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, come on out to Millburgers at 1604 and uh, have some fun with us. Oh, man, what is Roger doing? What kind of Christmas thing is tradition is that? Oh, Lord. Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah, I hope. I wonder who offended. Well, yeah, Roger. All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're going to reach out to Bill, and we'll talk to him just a little while over there at Wild Birds Unlimited and find out what's going on. What do you uh, – that's okay. We'll let him tell us. He was bragging on the, the Purple Martin houses they got in. Uh, I didn't realize the Botanical Garden um, uses the houses they buy from Wild Birds Unlimited, too, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, they really got like 17 or 18 stories or something like that. It's really some neat houses. Don't yeah. you remember when we used to do the show there? And, oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't well, a couple of times we were right almost under, underneath. Yeah, I didn't realize those. Okay, cool. What yeah, do you think they were? I don't know. I don't mongooses? Know. Or? Yes, I thought they were mongoose. <laughs> I think they're called mine geese, Calvin. If there's more than one. They've got several. <laughs> they've got several houses back around in the children's garden too. Is that right? That uh, David Rodriguez and them look at. Yeah, they're they're fun. Martins are fun. Yeah, people get into it. So anyway, we'll talk to Bill in just a little while. Our phone number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Kevin, uh, I think uh, Neil went a little overboard on this question. Uh, are you familiar with adding liquid calcium to the soil to raise the pH and improve its productivity? It was, yeah, it was a little confusing answer. I thought pretty simple. Well, the, the deal is that's not a question from te- South Texas. But all our soil is uh, alkaline yeah. anyway. So you don't want to add any calcium. No. Um, and it's... But East Texas, you want to drop, you want to raise the pH a little bit. Well, yeah, when you do a... Like soil, using so, a lime. Yeah, when you use a soil test, like on my peach orchard, they'll be, you know, every year or so, and that's sand. Yeah. And you, uh, the the thing about sand with uh, with not much buffering, I guess buffering means that it, the the chemical potency, like our soil is really complex and it's got all these right. places that uh, other chemicals can interact, but uh, it really can affect pH, at yeah. least temporarily. But uh, sand, yeah, sand's easy to manipulate. But no. we, we've always been trying to acidify our soil. Yeah. Because <laughs> our, our soil base is... is, uh, is Calcium? Yeah, caliche. We call it caliche. Well, and that's one of the reasons why we don't get as excited about ash and things like right, that. Right, right. Yeah, they do in other places. But uh, he, he recommended that... Uh, you need to begin soil improvement program with an accurate soil test. And where are you going to get an accurate soil test? He says of Texas A&M. But uh, I'll give you an early Christmas present now. <laughs> uh, and you can save your, what is it, $12, $14. Your soil is alkaline. If you're, even if you buy a prepared mix, they're alkaline. So you don't need to add uh, add calcium to those. So uh, 
Where is the lion? Where's the lion in our uh, sandy soils where you might? Do they have to, how far east do they have to go to uh, run into? I know, well, they're still, they're still really, they're real, they're still really basic at uh, College Station Bryan. Right. Maybe a little, maybe south of that there's some acid. So uh, south and west of that there's acid soil, but. Not not real close to us. Yeah. Hey, Laura is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Laura? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help oh, you? Thank you. I want to know when should I trim that my perennials, like the pride of Barbados, half all oh, the leaves are ugly, but it, the stems are still green. The freeze well, them. What about the low flying birds? Yeah, that. Oh, that, uh, I don't know. No, 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 no. It's, we've, I've got too many ugly things like that in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, no. <laughs> oh man, I'll have to change. I'll have to change my article for next week then. Oh, oh are you um, talking about leaving the the bushes well, I, for the birds? Well, I I do. I, I think I think horticulturally you could cut them back to the to ground anytime because oh, the points really? okay. yeah especially some of them some of them are gonna if we have a mild winter those stems that aren't frozen yet will result in you'll have a you won't have to grow back from the the roots okay but, uh, well maybe I should not trim those that have green stems well, well on that on the on that variety. Uh, uh, Pride of Barbados. That generally we can expect them to start over from the roots. So, so you okay. could cut those anytime okay. at, at at root level. But okay. things like Duranta, uh, Duralis, so even Esperanza sometimes has a more more of a cold yeah. tolerance. Okay. So if you go- uh, Esperanza. Uh, mine is well the same way. It looks ugly, but it's still got yellow flowers on it. So oh. Should I cut it back? Well, yeah, you, any time. Yeah, you can cut it back. Okay. And to yeah, the ground. Yeah, it's not attractive. To the, to the to the dirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when, when we were looking at some of these, uh, like Esperanza and uh, some of the ones you mentioned. Uh-oh, cat messing. <laughs> and, <laughs> good I know you. And Turk's cap also. Mm. Now that one, that one doesn't always freeze back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'd give that one a little time. Okay, okay. And make make that. sure that it has froze back. Yeah, a lot, okay. A lot, a, lot of t- a lot of times, you know, we just cut them back anyway because yeah. uh they bush out from the ground, and they more make a more compact, uh, fuller shrub. Oh, if you okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Just, well, just like sometimes Esperanza will go through the winter, mm-hmm. and it, it, it wants to get into a small tree. Yeah, oh, I mean, grow into yeah. a small tree. No, I don't want that. Yeah, but most of us want it to be a, a smaller shrub. Right, and, and fig trees are in February, is that right? Right. 
I got a big one here, a monster one I neglected for years, and I've got some work to do on it in February. Uh, the, when you're when you're cutting that back, uh, choose I don't know two or three uh, or four uh, large trunks. Okay. And, and don't cut those down. Not at all, even though they're about 10 feet tall. Don't cut them back any, the four, about three or four of the main, main, uh, If you, if you have to, you could cut them, but they get their cold hardiness from the, the size of the trunk. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. That's all. Uh, if you cut them to the ground no, and they come up from the ground, that might make them more, uh, Cold sensitive. How about, how, about, how about Jerry uh, uh, when they have a spend uh, all that uh, energy vegetation? Uh, how's this going to affect their their fruit production? There's very very few figs that will produce if you cut them to the ground or they freeze to the ground. There are very few free figs that will produce that first year after that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I've, yeah, uh, I've never cut them back that far. Okay. Uh, uh, brown turkey is one that will produce from the ground. And uh, uh, this lemon fig that we, we talk about a lot. Haven't uh, heard of that one. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's sold by the by the uh, at, at some of our functions that okay. we have oh, around. Okay, okay. Alright guys, well I certainly do thank you. That's helpful. Some okay. of my clients don't know what I can do today now. Well do you know what kind of fig you got? Uh, that, well that was another question I had. They're small and they have the open eye and they're, they're very good. I froze my extras. Nobody wanted them when I tried to give them away. They said they didn't know what to do with them. So I froze them and they make delicious popsicles. Oh yeah. Well, that's a good uh, idea. Do they ever, yes. Just let them thaw a little bit, dunk them in water, cold water a couple of times and they're ready to eat like a popsicle. And it's small. It's a small, sweet fig. Yes, sir. Probably Celeste. Oh, you sugar fig. Oh, Celeste. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't be a brown turkey then. No, brown turkey is a bigger fig. No, this is a small fig. Okay. And it has oh. a closed, a closed. The true brown turkey has a closed eye. Well, I call it open because bugs get in it. So. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But I, so it, I don't think Celeste has a open eye. Yeah. How do you tell, open or close? Is it side, diameter of that eye, or what? Right, right. The, the bug, yeah, it's, the bug. It's big enough for the bug to get in there. <laughs> yes, That's usually yes, an indication. Yes, yeah. yes. That's an open eye. Open eye, yes, okay. All right, I thank you very much. All right, thanks. All right, thank thank you. you. Take care, Laura. Thanks for calling. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Tom is on the line. Hey there, Tom. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing well, thanks. Hey, I had a What's quick question about uh, care for banana trees uh, through the winter. I've, I've got some banana trees in the backyard, and you know, certainly with the freeze we had earlier in November, they all froze back. 
and I didn't know. Usually, what I've done, I guess, towards the end of February, I would cut them back so I saw some fresh growth. But they look really lousy right now, with all the leaves having been uh, kind of burned with oh, the freeze. Yeah. And I didn't know. If there, is there any reason in postponing that trimming down no. of them until February? No, you can cut all the dead leaves off, cut them back to where they come into the trunk. Uh, uh, you know, a banana grows like a telescope. It grows from the center. Right. Uh, Sends out new leaves in the center. <clears throat> so you can cut cut, cut it back to where, cut all the dead leaves off to where, where you have just the main trunk left. Okay. And... Uh, then the the to see how far it, well I, I said you you can wrap you can wrap the trunk a lot of people wrap the, the trunk old days we used newspaper to. yeah uh, or put uh, some kind of protection around the trunk a little wire cylinder with leaves in there yeah something to protect that trunk if it hasn't already frozen back. Well, so in uh, well, in Mar in March, what you'll do is take the covering off of it and start get a machete or a sharp knife or whatever, and start cutting it, cutting uh, sections out of it uh, from the from the top, and right. uh, and you'll see you'll see rings in there. Rings in the way you've cut, which are uh, past leaves, and you want to keep cutting them down until you see the innermost circle of that banana tree is green, not brown. Right. right. And that that'll show you how far it throws back. Now that yeah. may be all. That may that may be all the way to the ground. Yeah, I've never had that happen. Usually, and some of these trunks are probably eight or ten or twelve inches in diameter. Um, but usually, I will I will cut the stalk down. You know, by, same way you're talking about doing it in March. I was just wondering if there was any reason to not do it now. You're saying I can cut off the I can cut off the dead leaves, but leave the trunk itself intact until the spring. Yes. The, the the one the one main reason is that uh, if we have another freeze. Yeah. You don't want to for, you don't want to force those that new growth out of the center. Right. And okay. It'll freeze it down even further. Understood. Well, that's all I wanted to find out. Did I you, I did, you have, did, did you have bananas? You know, it varies year by year. Usually, we'll get a couple of. Uh, Bunches, bananas, bunches, yeah, yeah, about six or eight or ten. Sometimes there's never a big, you know. You think about these pictures that you see on maybe things in movies where they've got a cluster that's a bunch that's you know three foot uh, deep or something like that, three foot. Oh long. yeah. We get oh, yeah. we get a couple of clusters and you know they're they're not quite as good as the bananas flavor wise as uh, what you buy in the store a lot of times, but you know they're more than edible. So, oh yeah. <laughs> Try to do something with them just because it's say it's like free bananas. Why not? Yeah, they're 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 okay. Yep. The 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 ones we buy in the store have been bred for length and size and 
everything is. So uh, in good yeah, taste. In good taste. These are, yeah, these are probably um, maybe five inch bananas. Yeah. You know, from end to end, they're smaller and they're a little bit blander. But you know, okay. we still we'll still eat them if we if we catch them in time before they start rotting. Yeah. Do you know how to tell when the banana is ripe? Pardon me? Do you know, how do you tell if the bananas are ripe or not? I usually cut one off the bunch and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you if you look at a, a green banana, you know it's got the ridges on the side of it. Okay. And when those ridges, ridges, uh, ridges fill out, it rounded. Uh, it's 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 ripe. Okay. Well, you know, they. I think you can you can help enhance the color. I don't know if it enhances the flavor or not. I think you cut up an apple, put it in a, there like you a go. brown paper bag, right, uh, with the bananas, and that will that seems to materially change the color. Does that affect the flavor also? I don't think so. But hey, it'll, okay. it'll ripen them because of the, the, the what that cut-up apple puts off the gas called uh, ethylene, and, uh, and the ethylene is a fruit is a fruit ripening gas. And we have it in tomatoes and all sorts of fruit. That uh, and and the, the way they do the foreign bananas, in other words, the ones they get down south, is that. Uh, they they subject so once they get to where their port, they're subjected to different uh, rates of uh, ethylene gas. And uh, uh, HEB's got one of the largest uh, ripening warehouses for bananas in the world, right here in San Antonio. Yeah, I'm so, I wonder uh, if they take mine and let me ripen them there. No, I don't think so. <laughs> hey, hey, I had a quick question about a pecan tree. Um, this year I just had a, you know, a lot of years I'm scavenging to find the pecans on the ground. This year I had so many more, but honestly, probably three-quarters of them are inedible. So most of those are, they're moldy inside and things like that, and, and you know, the meat is just, either that or it's just deformed and uh, not... Not uh, doesn't have enough liquid in the nut itself. Yeah. So, what do I need to do to enhance production of or, or whatever? To I don't know. Maybe it was. I thought maybe it was just the wet September and October that caused a lot of that. But I didn't know. I think I'd heard y'all talk about applying something like zinc or something to the around the tree in February. Uh, you yes uh, you. There's a yeah you you apply zinc you uh, apply it as a foliar spray, which is hard. Zinc sulfate, which is not easy to not do. Not easy to do. Your neighbors get a little yeah. concerned. Do you know what no variety clue. it is? I have no clue. The the tree came with the house. It was built in the fifties, so I'm. Oh, you know, okay. I have no idea. No okay. idea. I mean, the, the nuts are good, but again, you know, when you're cracking four and only getting one that you can eat out of it, it's kind of a pain in their butt to yeah. crack them all. A lot of us are, with pecans, are just 
at this stage, because it's so hard to spray, or just putting putting up with uh, good years and bad years. It depends on the moisture, and it doesn't doesn't address the nutrient shortage. You know, but, uh, you know really yeah, my tree is so tall. There's no way I could hit. I could, probably couldn't hit, but 10 percent of it in the lower, you know, the lower. Right. That's why most so people no, just take what they can okay. get. Yep. Alrighty. Okay. Well, I was. I was thinking there might be something I could apply that the tree might absorb through the roots that would help a little bit. That, that'll help the tree grow by adding that zinc to it and fertilizing it, of course, Yeah. Uh, in the yeah. spring. And uh, you can use the 1959 slow-release fertilizer in the spring at the rate of uh, uh, one pound per inch diameter of the trunk. If you use if you use a big, you use two pounds per inch diameter of the trunk. That's about yeah, that's big, four, big. four cups. Uh, one one pound is two cups. All righty, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Good, good luck, that's Tom. Good. Thanks, man. Appreciate your help. Thanks. You betcha. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Well, right there on Hebner Road at Northwest Military, you'll find Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, for all the uh, problem solving uh, that you need done, all the ways to bring nature to your yard. And there you'll find Rose and you'll find uh, Bill Sveland over there who can help you out and uh, find the right uh, gift items or the right items for you and uh, your family. And uh, we were talking a little bit about some of those ideas a little earlier. Hi there, Bill. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. We're having a very good day. The birds are back at the feeders. The sun's oh, good. Shining. Everything's nice. What birds are you seeing at the feeders? Well, the goldfinches are coming back in. We're, we're seeing some cardinals. We're seeing just a lot of birds. They've been gone for, I want to say, a month and a half in most cases. Some people kept their birds. Most people, they're all out eating natural products, flying around, having a good time. But uh, they're coming back in. So you're one of the few people that uh, celebrated the freeze, huh? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but he, no. Bill, Bill, uh, Bill's right. I've had the same experience. On it just uh, change, changes the whole situation out there in nature. Does it when when yeah. it's mild and stuff like this? Yeah. Well, but that's the key is having someone like Bill who knows it so, you know, he can tell you what's coming in and what's what people are experiencing. People do that, Bill? Do they kind of, are you there reporting? Uh, we're, we're, we seem there? to be the experts uh, that people come to, and that's what we're trying to do. So we're, we're pleased, and usually we just not many problems we can't solve. Yeah, uh, nice. We explain to them what's going on, and then we can tell them how to solve some of the problems that they're having. And uh, it's, it's pretty good. We're, in, you know, now we're starting to think about housing and putting nature back into the holidays. And so bat houses and screech owl boxes mm. and wren houses and martin houses, binoculars, tilly hats, plus a lot of holiday gifts. Yeah, lots of uh, great ideas for outside and inside the home. Uh, for, and do you still have the uh, the discount going on? Uh, the big sell's off. We're giving 
20% off one non-bird seed item. Okay. And, and if they tell us they heard about it on the show today, uh, we'll, we'll be real nice to them. No oh, good. Well, special gift for them. Oh, how nice. Okay. That's cool. Um, let's see. And you were talking about uh, Purple Martin Homes, too. We, I didn't know that um, I forgot about the Botanical Garden, but you were kind of bragging on that, which is something to brag about. Well, we've we've sold a lot of the houses to the Botanical Gardens that were the Children's Center, and, uh, boy, they're very successful, and we have a guy who takes care of them, and John's real good about it, and he also gives our customers a lot of the good advice. Oh, so, good. Uh, good place. And how many units? Go ahead. How, Sorry. How many units did they say? No, that's okay. How many units did you say they had in them? Well, he's got seven stories on some of those houses, and each story is four birds, so he's got 28 compartments on a lot of those houses. Man, and that's a lot of Purple Martins. Yes, it is, and they all have babies, and and it's, it's, it's a very, uh, very good operation there at the Botanical Gardens. I hope they're leaving some room for the sparrows. <laughs> Jerry, you know, Jerry, he, he sends all the sparrows to other people. <laughs> Just don't send them to me. Uh, yeah, Jerry, I don't know. Uh, Jill, Jerry, Jerry is also an advocate for cockroaches. So uh, yeah, <laughs> Jerry has become the official spokesperson for the Sparrow Society. You, you know, you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned that Bill's shop is uh, a place to go to. Uh, solve your issues. Uh, mm -hmm. one, one of the issues that they really are expert on is is squirrels. You can yeah. uh, you can resist them. You can select seeds that they don't like, or you can uh, enlist them on the team. You know they've got some really uh, neat ways to uh, feed the squirrels and uh, uh, make make them less interested in your bird seed. Squirrels are, so, squirrels are becoming easier and easier to keep out of feeders because of. Uh, we have seed that birds love, sapphire seed with a lot of fat and, and uh, protein in it. And then we have uh, a lot of our seed now has, has pepper in it. And the pepper, uh, the birds don't mind at all. They, uh, they uh, love the seed. It's, it's regular seed to them, but to squirrels, they stay away. So squirrels are pretty easy these days. And are there people that want squirrels? People that want squirrels, we have food. We call it a walleye plan, <laughs> and uh, believe it or not, the squirrels will find their food. <laughs> I believe it. That's pretty yeah. cool. All right, so, Bill, what, what are your hours today? We're open until 6 o'clock today, and tomorrow we're open 12 to 4, and so we'd be happy to have people in. And if you mention you heard them on the show, they'll treat you nice. We we got, got a special <laughs> a special little gift. It's a little it's a little suet feeder. Oh, that, cool! Uh, it's a hot pepper suet, and uh, it's kind of cute, and the birds will love it. Oh, that's neat. Can, can I disguise myself? And I heard it on the show, Bill. Uh, <laughs> if I come in, yeah, would you recognize me? I've had a mustache and really thick glasses, and yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, well. <laughs> We'll I'll try. We'll even take care of Jerry if he comes in, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Give Jerry a sparrow. All right. I, I tell you, there's, no, there's nothing better for somebody to shut in 
than a bird bird feeder to put outside the window so they can watch it. We, uh, we do a lot of that outside of assisted living facilities. And absolutely. We, we did a couple today, in fact. Oh, wow. And absolutely. Be done very easily. And, and boy, it does take your mind off everything. And it's fun to watch the birds and even the squirrel. They don't mind that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. when I put one up for my mother, she said, well, the sparrows are going to get all that seed. I said, mother. She was bedridden. I said, I don't care if buzzards come in there. <laughs> yeah, you need something to be looking for, looking at and enjoying out the window. That's right. That's right. And uh, I had another older lady that said, well, I, w I want to put one of those bird feeders that attached to the window. And you can see, you got a mirror in there, and you can see through it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, she she was being ornery and she said, "Well, they 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 make such a mess with the seed." <laughs> and so uh, I, I I think I talked to you about it and we got them. Uh, what what is it? What is it, sapphire or what? Some yeah, kind of sapphire. seed without a without a hull. Yeah. Well, sapphire seed has well, got white hulls. And then there's uh, 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 no bird seed, which is sunflower without it. It doesn't uh, germinate, doesn't create a mess, so they like that. Right. That's, that's what I, I finally got her. I, yeah. I remember, if I remember right, Bill, you even got a mix of no-hull seed, don't you? Or is yeah, it all we've, got, we've got a couple of them, man, and, yeah. and they are, if you keep them out of the rain, uh, uh, they're wonderful. You don't have to sweep off the patio. You don't have to worry about germination. Right. And so, Bill, you're telling me that Bill over there at Wild Birds Unlimited solved your problem? Now, yeah. See, that's exactly a great example. You you had a challenge to what you well, did. maybe it was one of Bill's staff. Uh, <laughs> I bet it was. Bill. <laughs> I hope Thanks, I Bill. Where are, where is Bill's shop, by the way? It's at Hebner and Northwest Military, uh, right there at the corner. You can't miss it. There's a Planet Fitness in the same uh, shopping center, and. Uh, you can go by and visit him today till six. Tomorrow till four. You can call Bill. Let's see. Well, but well, what's that number? Oh, there. It's four seven nine two four seven three or four seven nine bird. Very good. Thanks, Bill. All right. You all take Always care. Always fun. You too. Bye, Bill. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. running late, so we've got to take a quick break. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Don't forget the holidays continue at Millburgers with a big open house weekend. Sunday is Cowboy Christmas. It's going to have hot chili and cool music. Santa's going to be there from 11 to 3, so bring your camera for great family photos. The little red choo-choo will be chugging around the Millburgers fresh-cut Christmas tree forest from 11 to 3. There's going to be funnel cakes for just a $2 donation to the Salvation Army of San Antonio. The Texas Weather Band will be playing traditional country western music from 11 to 3 and lots and lots of fun including hot chili from nature's creation from 11 o'clock till the pot runs dry. The real stars this weekend though are the Christmas trees. Millburgers has fresh cut Christmas trees cut fresh stored in water so they look great. Nordman firs, Fraser firs, Noble firs. Come see them and head on over to Millburgers. We're at 1604 on Boulevardy Road right there and learn more at Millburgers 
Nursery.com. This Christmas, when you put money in a Salvation Army kettle, expect change. Expect homes and hearts to be filled with warmth. Expect empty bellies and hungry souls to be fed. Expect need and despair to be transformed into hope and joy. When you donate, expect the Salvation Army to do the most good with your contributions in our community. Thanks to your generosity, we continue to help those in need. The Salvation Army, doing the most good in San Antonio since 1889. God! can only do something in our lives when we ask for it, but it takes faith. Pastor Joe is a young family man leading a church in an active city, reaching out to the poor and destitute. Look, I just got out of jail. Okay, I need food and clothes. One day, a woman named Tasha came to his church seeking help and shared her intense life story. I was born in 1958. My mother was only 15 years old. She was a prostitute, and my daddy didn't even want me. I was born with a hermaphrodite condition. I have both male and female parts. He is cursed. He cannot get saved. Strong Foundation Films presents Who Am I? A story of hope, redemption, and salvation. I was blind, but now my eyes have been opened. The red carpet movie premiere of Who Am I? is Thursday, December 6th, 6.30 p.m. at the Santicos Palladium Theaters. For tickets and more information, log on to strongfoundationfilms.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer thanks you for supporting our great sponsors and some have incredible offers right now in the marketplace, including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord. The first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Get your copy now of best-selling authors Bodie Taney and Ray Bentley's incredible new adventure book On the Mountain of the Lord. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Jingle, 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 hear the sleigh bells ring. Milburgers, Milburgers, it's a place to be Milburgers. Ornaments and wreaths galore and beautiful Christmas trees. Milburgers, Milburgers, what more can we say, Milburgers? Trains and treats and Santa Claus, so come on down today. Pretty good. I know it is pretty good. Thank you, Al. Great job on that. How did he <laughs> did he record doing there or something? Yeah. Ooh, Ad, that is good. That job. came out great, Al. Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one oh eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What we got going on? Lots of trees moving. Yeah. 
Yeah, we see uh, where we sit that if they park in the front, the tree's going to come by. Yeah, we're we're right in the uh, the thing, and yep, there goes another one. So uh, we'll mention, uh, if you're unaware, that uh, Millburgers has all kinds of beautiful trees here, the Nordman firs, which uh, uh, seem to be for folks who have uh, real vulnerability to allergies, so they don't they don't react uh, strongly to the Nordman firs. The Fraser firs, the Noble firs, uh, we have poinsettias. Oh, I was going to bring up the... Uh, yeah, we had mentioned poinsettias. Yeah, in that fact, that, there's yeah. a sale on, the, on poinsettias, too. There's a roll yeah. of them behind there, Cherry. A roll of uh, yeah. huge ones behind the uh, cyclamen. Oh, oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, most things you wouldn't, wouldn't be a... Uh, Worthy background for cyclamen, <laughs> but they sure are pretty Let's, colors. Yeah, so the poinsettias are here in the six and a half inch pot uh, that are regularly nine ninety nine are on sale for seven eighty eight. The ten inch hanging baskets, uh, they're regularly twenty five dollars and they're on sale for nineteen eighty eight. Uh, Millburgers has Christmas cactus. Uh, for sale, uh, 30% off, and they've got the 4-inch, 6-inch, and 8-inch hanging baskets. The, we mentioned the living container-grown trees are 20% off. Pansies are on sale. Cyclamen are 488 in the 4-and-a-half-inch pot. And Phalaenopsis orchids are 1488 in the 4-inch uh, pot. Uh, as well. So uh, go to millburgernursery.com and you'll see all the stuff that's on sale. Uh, but gosh, great gift ideas, great things for the family. Uh, if you're decorating the uh, your home, you can't go wrong. He's coming over to Millburgers and tomorrow, as the commercial mentioned, is the Cowboy Christmas open house. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun with chili and western music and corn and uh, the balloon artist and much, much more. Yes, we sir? have to eat more corn on I'm afraid you're going to have to eat more Sunday. corn, Calvin. Uh-huh. So well, those found cakes turned out pretty good, didn't mm-hmm. they? Oh, they're yeah. Tasty. Yeah, they have fun. Now cakes. I wish we could find our little I know. ticket. I know. It's here somewhere. We'll find it. But they're, <laughs> they're $2 donation. They're on sale for a $2 donation to the Salvation Army. Yeah. Well, uh, that's everything you do here at Melburgers. Yeah. It's contributed to some good cause, so it's... Good point. Jerry. Yeah, and they've got good pansies. They've got pansies, a different uh, assortment of pansies. Mm-hmm. Which are on sale and which are good for planting full sun at this time of the year. Yeah, the, the, the cold weather won't phase them. Yeah. We, uh, we, kind of, we talk about the snapdragons will go into a pause, a blooming pause, when the cold part of the winter and uh, most of the others do, but not the pansies. They just keep blooming and looking good. And they'll go quite late in the spring, too. And I, I'm surprised. They surprise me sometimes too, Jerry, on how how much shade they'll tolerate. Part of yeah, it, they do. Part of it is that the the sun moves a little bit in the in the sky in the Christmas sky, and then you'll get a you know if you get a little more sun than you've had in the winter, you, in the, as the spring comes, they really kind of take off and really do some extra blooming too. And it, yeah, lots of colors. And of course, we think of indoor decoration with the poinsettias. Mm-hmm. But uh, you might also want to try cyclamen and uh, phalaenopsis orchids for indoor decoration. Oh gosh, yeah, those are three spectacular plants. And, and they're they're all on sale. Yeah, the, let's see. You get you buy the uh, orchids in bloom, and they'll be blooming for another four months. Oh yeah, cyclamen. Will yeah. uh, 
They'd be in bloom. And they'll bloom all the time inside if you keep them inside. And then the uh, poinsettia, another four or five months for them. Well, here, look, we can answer that on the air for you. If you don't mind, you'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. What's going on? Okay, I've, I bought a, a little mimosa bush. It's not a regular tree, it said. It said more of a bush, and it's uh, done real pretty. Puts out the flowers, like twice a season. And I was just wondering, it's got a lot of limbs coming from the bottom also, and it's got two main stalks. Do I trim the, 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 the small limbs in the bottom, or do I trim any part of it, or I just let it go? I know it's a real slow growing, but I was just wondering what is it? if I trim a mimosa bush. It's got the, the, the flowers are lavender. Hmm. Almost. almost sounds... well, you, you, you didn't get that here, did you? No, I got it at uh, Home Depot. I was just driving through there one day, and I saw the beautiful flowers, and... Okay. I, didn't, I didn't know what I was buying. I just bought it. Almost did, it did it freeze down? Did it freeze back? No. It's still got. It's still green. Almost sounds like a uh, what's that hibiscus related uh, plant. I don't know. I don't know what a mimosa bush like that I is. I don't either. Yeah. I've never seen it. I still got the tag on it. I'll. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll get a copy of it and then I will call in to you guys later. That'd be wonderful. Okay. It'll work. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank oh, you. thanks. Sorry. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Yeah. If, if you had another question, you can ask them off the air. I think, okay, he was. Uh, <laughs> he's wondering when we're going to be here. Oh, is that what he's wondering? Okay. Every Saturday and Sunday from noon yeah. to 2. Yeah, I wonder what that is. Is it? What is that? The plants that you like so much, Jerry, that get the blue flower and they're, they're high, one of the hibiscus. Uh, the vine? No. Sky vine? No. Got uh, a blue flower? Yeah. You're, it's one of your... Uh, Althea? Althea, yeah. Althea? That sounds... Did he say it had a blue flower, did he? No, I think you said it a lavender flower. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, that okay, lavender. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the Altheas have lavender flowers. I just can't imagine a mimosa with a lavender flower. Let me I'm, let me look online and see what I can find. <laughs> look under mimosa oh, yeah, bush. Yeah, but, but if it's at a big box store. Yeah, that's the problem. Could be, it could, could be, be uh, yeah, any from anywhere. We got a couple of questions in. Uh, one. One said, uh, what is the best fertilizer for red-tipped photanias? And Forrest answers back, I recommend the use of lawn fertilizer, 19.59 or 18.612. I guess I don't know that you'd want to fertilize them too much. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. And you do it, do it, do it in the spring. Yeah. Cause they'll well, they'll t- they'll put uh, foot and a half growth on for two feet growth on yeah, anyway. Yeah, the more, more you fertilize them, the bigger they're gonna get, and then and then you're gonna have, to have problems. Them, cut them back, and and then they get they, they run into their fungus and uh, iron problems. Yeah. Here's a a concerning question: that uh, uh-huh. our neighbor across the street has two Monterey oaks in his front yard. One tree has died, 
but the other one looks healthy. The sick tree's leaves turn brown and slowly die. Monterey Oak. It had some sort of mushy, nasty stuff around the, the base of the tree. Well, I don't know whether they planted it too deep or... Yeah, you wonder if that's a on. secondary thing or a... But uh, if there's no drainage. Or yeah. He thinks it's oak wilt. No. Because he what he found on Google. But no one has come out to inspect it. My question is, can we still trim our huge red oak, or is this how it will have to stay? Yeah, that shouldn't... There are oaks of various kinds on either side of him and across the street, but none of them show any decline. Please help. I'm confused. Yeah, I can't. I just can't imagine that's oak wilt. Yeah, that's not a sign that's not, of not oak a symptom. Wilt. Yeah, that's not a symptom. And small, the relatively small trees he's talking about too, and they're if they're Monterey oaks, they're they're very unlikely to get. Uh, that that disease his red his red oaks are more much more likely there i i think yeah i think you that that might be one of the reasons they might have planted them just too deep and or the soil there is just not the the water is not draining that mushy growth makes me suspicious of root rot um, he says that one one is healthy one has died and one is healthy. Uh, Can you say where he was? 78217. Yeah, I don't Antonio. know whether that's here in San Antonio, I think. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking if he could get a somebody to view it for him. Hey, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308. Yes, sir? I think uh, I think he could uh, might if he uh, might get a arborist to look at it, but he might just call the extension office to see if there's a master gardener in the neighborhood that can t- take a little look and make a per- uh, per- per- preliminary kind of diagnosis. Okay. All right, we're going to be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. Don't forget the holidays continue at Millburgers with a big open house weekend. Sunday is Cowboy Christmas. It's going to have hot chili and cool music. Santa's going to be there from 11 to 3, so bring your camera for great family photos. The little red choo-choo will be chugging around the Millburgers fresh-cut Christmas tree forest from 11 to 3. There's going to be funnel cakes for just a $2 donation to the Salvation Army of San Antonio. The Texas Weather Band will be playing traditional country western music from 11 to 3 and lots and lots of fun, including hot chili from nature's creation from 11 o'clock till the pot runs dry. The real stars this weekend, though, are the Christmas trees. Millburgers has fresh-cut Christmas trees, cut fresh, stored in water, so they look great. Nordman firs, Fraser firs, Noble firs. Come see them and head on over to Millburgers. We're at 1604 on Boulevardy Road right there and learn more at Millburger Nursery. 
Ancestry.com. Everybody's doing it, and everybody's making money at it, except you. You're losing holiday business to your online competitors, and you don't know how to get in the game. Talk to us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness, even if you have none, and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales coming out of this season. We can design and implement all of your online marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your online advertising and sales. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now, there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround, increasing sales dramatically. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanAntonio.com. That's SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Happy birthday! Oh, uh, thanks, honey. Oh, boy. I wonder what he got me this year. Power drill or treadmill? I know I haven't been the most thoughtful in the past, but this year I signed you up for the birthday club. You mean the one online where I get a $50 gift card from Southwest Exteriors and a free box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory? Don't forget the free oil change from Belden's Automotive. This is the best birthday gift ever, hon. Sign up for the birthday club at 930amtheanswer.com. So, can I have the oil change? Uh... Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9.30 a.m. The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world, but the weekends are all about you. From expert advice to lifting up God, family, and country, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Merry Christmas, marry me a thousand Welcome back to Bill Burger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867, the number to call. Having a great time out here at Mill Burger's. And uh, don't forget, we've got a 10. I don't know what the final count is. I'll tell you again tomorrow if you're listening how many angels we have left on the angel tree. Uh, lots of folks getting Christmas trees. Tomorrow will be a, a cowboy Christmas with traditional cowboy, you know, Western music, classic tunes, Americana, uh, Texas Weather Band, hot chili provided by Nature's Creation, which is really good. Uh, they even have Fritos, so if you want to make Frito pie. Oh, there goes two trees. Wow. Uh, lots of folks getting their trees here. Santa will be here again. They're going to have Frito, Frito pies. Yeah, you, well, you make your own Frito pie. Oh. You believe they're going to give you the bowl. You pour your Fritos and then pour the chili over it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. And they may have roasted corn, Calvin. I don't know if you like that or not. Right now, <laughs> right now I wouldn't want another one, but you never know. That might be tomorrow. You know, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow might be different. That's yeah. right. There's Take a third tree that's, that's going to be a, find a home right I wish there. I wouldn't drag that on the ground like that. Oh. Anyway, 210-308. It's so big. It's a huge tree. Yeah. 
210-308-8867. All right. What the else? masters are loading those trees. They really are. Uh, uh, I mean, because that, that can lead into scratch car pretty easy. No, they absolutely don't. I have know a lot going. of people are bringing, picking them up in trucks. Yeah. If you yeah, have a pick, truck. Pickups. There, yeah, if you have a truck. But they'll, they'll tie them on the top, and they put they protect your car from uh, scratches of the. Uh, oh yeah, they're they're really good. Of uh, the of uh, the stand, the rebar stand. Yeah, they take that off. And we'll have to see how. I don't think they take them off. They take the. Some, yeah, a lot of them they take off. Yeah, because I. I oh yeah. Oh, ground. I don't know. Actually, that's that's member Barron's story. They kept the rebar stand on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen them take them off here and then carry them with them. Yeah, they just twist right back on. Yeah, yeah. They're easy. Okay. They're easy to use. That's yeah. just amazing. That that tree stand is just such an improvement over. Oh yeah. I think of all those. It's heavy duty. All that torture I went through and. You know, it's never, they were never permanent. You know, they'd get knocked over and the oh, dog yeah. would jump on them or the kids <laughs> would fall. And over they'd go, water spilled out, presents. And little kids would want to, yes. you know, climb them or yeah. you know, go up or reach up for an ornament and pull the tree over. Not with these stands. Yeah, these are great. Standing down, that's part of the deal, too. You get. You get one the first time you buy it, and you just uh, bring it back, and they'll go. They'll trade you in for a new one mm-hmm. when you bring it back. You have to pay for the stand. Yeah, first originally, time, yeah. first time you buy it, yeah. But yeah. like I say, you could trade it in. Yeah. And Milberger's also has a, uh, a tree recycling program. Yeah, that's a good point. Bring that up. They. Uh, after after the holidays, you can bring them in here. They'll they'll find a good environmentally appropriate use uh, for them. I think I'm sure they get them ground up and are used in uh, smulch or compost. But uh, you don't have to worry about that. Just drag them uh, drag them in the trunk or in the back of your pickup truck, and they'll they'll take care of it for them. In fact, to encourage people to to bring them here rather than dump them someplace, they'll, they'll give you a, a gift certificate. Yeah, I think they give you off uh, one a single... Okay, i got to figure out how to phrase this. They give you a 20% off coupon that you can use, you know, in a single-day purchase, but if you're buying three trees, I think you still get 20% off everything on that purchase. So you can group a purchase together and get the savings up until, I think, the beginning of February yeah, or maybe mid-February. We'll ask Trace tomorrow about it, but it's a great thing. And, you know, just like we're seeing the trees leave now, uh, once the uh, holidays are over, once uh, New Year's uh, Day uh, passes, we see the same things. We see people bringing in the trees. Uh, and so it's a great way to recycle. You, you're thanked with a nice certificate, a uh, nice uh, gift back from Millburger. So it uh, works out really well. Yeah. So we'll tell you more about that as we get closer to it. But I'm glad you brought that up, Calvin. I want to mention Calvin's article in today's paper, if you take today's paper. And uh, what I like about it is he talks about the living Christmas trees, and then he talks about the ultimate size. Ultimate size and shape. Uh, 
Prince Arizona Arizona Cypress is is available in several selections, differentiated by the needle color. color. Yeah, it's amazing that some of those selections are almost blue. It can be almost blue. The species makes a broad conical-shaped tree with dense foliage that is attracted to birds for shelter and nesting. I don't ever remember that being. I don't ever remember that. You don't remember what? Remember you describing all of it. Oh, really? Why don't you send me that? I'll put it put it on Plant Answers. Yeah, I've been trying to get my articles to your uh, webmaster. Webmaster, uh, not wait every three mm-hmm. months. Just do try to do it every month at yeah. least or sooner. Or when you identify an article, I try to get it there as quick as possible. Yeah, good. All right, we're going to begin to wrap up uh, today, uh, but uh, we've had a, a whole lot of fun here watching everybody have a great time at Millburgers. Again, uh, thanks to Al back at the station doing a great job with the music and then uh, recording stuff and getting it so that we could enjoy it uh, back here with the, uh, the Fiesta City Chorus. Thanks to them for coming by. Tomorrow we'll see if we can't play you some music from the... Uh, uh, Texas Weather Band, too. Sometimes, you try that every year. I uh, tried it for the past few years without much luck, but we'll <laughs> try again. We don't give up, by golly. So, uh, all right, we'll say uh, goodbye. The best thing is come out here and listen to the music yep. while you're eating your chili and looking yep. at the beautiful plants. On that, we'll say goodbye. See you tomorrow on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.